morning, Dennis. Good evening, Mashi. How's it going? I fl- I flipped it on you. You did, I, and but, but once you once you started, I can't then not match, right? I gotta. I know. Hit it back across the net. I was trying. I was trying. I was trying to get you on that one. So uh, it's going very very well. How are things over there? Good. Coming. I mean, like as is always the way. Coming to the end of my day, starting to starting to ramp down a little bit. Got to go make dinner in a little bit. When you're just you're just getting started. You're 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 hitting the ground running. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I I made one of the cardinal errors this morning. My eyes popped open at seven, and I'm going to make an excuse. This is what happens sometimes. My eyes pop open, and I don't know. I think the dogs have figured something out because sometimes what happens is they reestablish themselves on either side of me. Like they will literally mm-hmm. get out of the blankets Blank and you, then yeah. lay on me, and then I'm like, I'm not getting out of bed now. <laughs> so I I ended up laying in bed for another hour and a half, which I should not have done. I regret I did, nothing. I did the opposite. Nikki got up early this morning because she's going to the office early. And I was like, oh, I can sleep in like another hour. And then I was like, I'm just not going to do that. I'm just going to get up, do some stuff. Because sometimes I find it depends on how awake you get, right? How far away from sleep you get in that interim time. But if you get far away enough from actual sleep, it's not good time. It's not good sleep. You I, get. If, you can, if you can coast and dip right back in, that's okay. But if you're up, you should just lean into it. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, and and I probably sh- I no, there's no probably. I one thousand percent should have gotten out of bed. But again, I regret nothing. It was cuddle time with the pups. That's okay. So, all right, Dennis, I got a good one. You got it. Well, well, I mean, let me let me decide that. But we'll I'll take your word for it for now. I guess it's it's a quote, you know. Okay. Well, I mean, at least you've heard it or seen it. Okay. Okay. Should I give it to you and you see if we can if you can place it? All right, punch it. Yeah, let's let's, okay. let's have a little bit of a game show element to it. In times of crisis, the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers. I have no idea where that's from. <laughs> no idea? Not at all. Oh, man. It is it's vaguely fun. familiar, but not enough mm. that I could be like, oh, from Game of Thrones or whatever. No, it's the first post credit scene. I thought that was a clue because what, what Marvel movies always have post credit scenes. Yeah. To what in what? The Black Panther. T'Challa is addressing the UN. And, I did uh, not remember that. And I like Black Panther. And I rewatched it not too long ago before um Wakanda Forever yeah. came out too. But no, that it obviously did not imprint on me as much as it did on you. Oh wow. Wow. I, I, I couldn't remember the exact quote, but I remember he had because they bookend it, right? Because the movie starts with his father mm-hmm. address, and then he comes back in. So now, is also, the notion is the notion there about embracing what I take from that at face value? It's about embracing solutions rather than defenses, right? Yeah. I, I Well, I think that what it really comes down to is building communication and not just communication, but support of others during crisis is the answer. And of course, we're not running nations. We're running businesses. We're sure. building businesses. We're going through a, a recession. I, mean, I keep saying when the recession comes, and I'm like, yo, Mosh, is it already here? <laughs> Two restaurants that I like in my hometown both just closed down recently, and I'm very sad about it. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's stopping anytime soon. It's especially rough yeah, for restaurants oh, just because energy costs are so high, and kitchens use a lot of juice, and you know you got to keep the whole restaurant heated all day long in the winter and all that stuff. It's a nightmare. Yeah, no, it, we're into it. But it's more the, you know, open, your, open the door, don't close it. Welcome people in. Um, and... One of the other things I really get from it, building bridges, not barriers, 
there's always this idea, and I, I apologize if this is peculiarly American, but xenophobia is the U.S. does not have a uh, a monopoly on xenophobia. There's always this idea that when we build bridges, okay, when we reach out to other people, competitors in the marketplace, mm-hmm. um, customers for feedback, help, whatever it is, our fellow employees, other members of different teams when you're in a large company like you are, there's always this idea with some people that, what's well, a one-way bridge. Mm-hmm. They're just going to come in and take over. They're going to use you. They're going to take over for you. It's so short-sighted. When you build bridges, look, some people are going to do that. Some people are going to be there just to take your support and not give. But you build enough bridges and you maintain a philosophy of always building bridges, doubling down in hard times. I guarantee it. I guarantee, it's not even like I think or eventually it'll come around. I guarantee someone's going to walk across that bridge to help you somehow, so that, somewhere. I think you gain so much more by entering into the world with that kind of attitude. And like you mentioned, yes, you'll get stung from time to time. That'll happen. But I think you're pre-stinging yourself by building barriers instead of bridges for sure. Well, I think... So here's the deal. Um, you're going to get stung. There's no this. You're going to get stung from time to time. 1,000%. When you have a philosophy of building bridges, not barriers, you will get used. People will take advantage of you. From their perspective, when I tell you this, when I say this is why you build a bridge, understand when you build bridges with that mentality, with that understanding, no one can ever take advantage of you because you have said, that's great. Go ahead. They're not taking advantage of you. You know full well what's happening. Being taken advantage of Imply, implies implies a disparity in knowledge, right? If you're entering exactly. into it with an open heart, I understand that. It's, That's a it's, little bit of a spin because you can be taken advantage of materialistically, even if you knew it was happening. That I mean, that couldn't still impact you financially or organizationally. But I agree sure. that having that mentality about it, you can't you can't be, you can't be tricked if you're going in with an open heart. Right. Look. No one's saying build a bridge straight to the corporate coffers. Okay. Right. Look, I have a, I have a friend who used to say this and, and I've adopted this too, where if I was like, Oh, Hey Dennis, can I borrow a hundred bucks, man? You know, mm-hmm. I, I got you back. Can I borrow a hundred bucks? And he'd always say, can't borrow a hundred bucks, but I'm happy to give you a hundred bucks. You know, very similar. I, I don't have, want this I, to turn. I have friends who would often say never, it's the same sentiment, which is never lend money you ever want back. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the same kind of thing. You have to be willing to accept it. And look, if you if you get it back, that's gravy. That's where I come from. You you would do this. You're like, great, that's a freebie. Cherry on cherry yeah. on top. Um, but you're you're right. You have to you're you're risking something um when you're when you're building a bridge or extending an olive branch that you wouldn't if you're building a butter. But you the opportunity cost, the 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 stuff that you can gain by entering entering into the world with that kind of attitude vastly outweighs the risks. I also and I get that this is an extreme way to look at it, but I've had the great benefit. I, but we, we should have John join an episode. Cause I, I feel like I always talk about John. When I think about business, I think about John, mm-hmm. you know, he's been the greatest source of knowledge for me. And I've learned sitting next to him at business calls at business meetings and just brainstorming with him. You know, John, he's an inspirational guy, smart guy, gut feel, not formally trained, right? He, he definitely learned it all, you know, on the streets. Um, but I really do believe, and you mentioned getting stung. You build bridges, sometimes you get stung, sometimes you win. You build barriers, you're always getting stung. There's no upside. There is no upside to stunting growth. There is no upside to isolationism. Um, there's no upside to it. 
you can preserve, you know, it's almost like you're preserving the status quo on a sinking ship. Hey, it's a recession. It's bad times. Everybody's suffering. The ship's going down. But you know what the best thing we can do right now is just hunker down, do nothing, and let nature take its course. It's like, that's, it doesn't make any sense at all. It, it, it can't make sense, right? You're going to... You have to find a way to grow. And I do mean mm-hmm. grow even during a contraction. Maybe that growth is a pivot. It can be Maybe inward, that, yeah. Yeah. So I really, and right now, this is something that I'm hammering into the team here. And, I, you know, we all agree, but it's not about weathering the storm ever. It's always about finding a way to grow during the storm. Building bridges is the only way you can do that. Straight I'm up. More- on a more personal level, this is something I've struggled with 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 Nikki, my wife, a couple of times, because um, she is a very trusting, very open personality in her personal life, and she's been stung plenty of times by that. And I always say to her, "I'm like, I think you could afford to be more skeptical, be more discerning, be less trusting of people." And her response to that has always been, "I don't want to live in a world like that." And mm-hmm. getting hurt sometimes is a price. I am that's a bargain, as far as I'm concerned. To live in a world where I feel like I can trust people and enter into things with that with that sort of mentality, and that I find inspiring. I wish I could be more like that. I'm a little bit more naturally hesitant, and maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe I should look to build more bridges and fewer barriers. But um, thinking about that on a personal level, and the same is true in in the in your professional life. If you want to try and let people in and try and reach out more, you will, like we said, you will get hurt from time to time. I feel like you you, you jumped on me saying from time to time earlier. I think it's, I don't think I think it's a little hyperbolic to say you'll get hurt all the time. Um, you'll get hurt occasionally, but in, like I've said a couple of times already, it is a hundred percent worth it. Yeah, it's it's not. You will for, time to time is right. It's more the might. It's like I just want will, everyone sure, to realize yeah. the idea. It will happen. You, you are will not, there get, is no try. It's going to happen, right? So, but do it because it's worth it. The upside is there because I really think building barriers and shutting ourselves off in times in in all times and in good times, anyone can build bridges in good times, right? When you're flush, it's easy to be generous. It's easy to be giving, but it's in crisis that it's the most important. It tells a lot about your character. It's when other people need it more. When everybody's flush, you can build all the bridges you want because Maybe they're not going to get that much foot traffic, right? People, but in times of crisis, when others need support and you need support, the only way you're going to support everybody else, the only way you're going to get support is through building bridges. And it's not just pillow talk. This is like business pillow talk, right? And philosophy, like, oh yeah, that's what we're going to do. Wouldn't you got to nice, do the work. Yeah. You've got, you've got to, and it's going. You're going to feel it. You're going to have to make sacrifices. You're going to have to be working harder. You're going to have to, you know invest in different relationships, in different people, in different companies outside of your company, in different teams within your company, and know that you're making that sacrifice and know that that investment could get you zero back. Yeah. I mean, it is one of those things that is very true that you never know what, you know, who you'll need to turn to in one, two, five, 10, 20 years and keeping those relationships open. And you've taught me something. You ne- you never, you, you never want to start a relationship unless it's like absolutely necessary. Like I've seen... I've seen you be more tolerant of um, business relationships way past. I would have been like, burn the bridge, scorched earth. We're done. And you're like, well, no, let's leave the door ajar. Let's just play ball. And let's be nice. And I think that has, you know, paid dividends over the, over the, over the course of the last 15 years we, we worked there. 
that it is it is important to try be open and try be not just open but also forgiving. Absolutely, I think that you know, with business, I think forgive but don't forget is important. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. You always business is business, and let's move on with business. But maybe it changes the way we do business next time, and it certainly I hope shouldn't change how we feel personally. Right. Um, I also think there's no po- there's no too big, too small for a business relationship. Um, I had the great pleasure, as you know, I'm a big fan of baseball and American mm-hmm. sports and general football. And I got to draft with Hunter Pence, two-time World Series champion, baseball player, plays for my team, plays for the San Francisco, or played for the San Francisco Giants, played, won two yeah. World Series for the Giants. And do you know how all that happened? His friend, David, who he's in business with, had problems at GP Houston. Yep. And he remembered me. And he was like, you took care of everything. And I was like worried about it. And you were like, hey, don't worry about it. You, you gave me so much more time and attention. You made sure I, everything was taken care of. It's like, I'm sure you don't remember me. And I was like, it, this, this situation sounds vaguely familiar. You know, and he's like, but I remember you. You, you helped a lot you of angry people at GBs. It's difficult to yeah. try. <laughs> and he made like a dream of mine. come true. I, to, I was so starstruck playing magic and hanging out at Hunter Pence's house you never know you know so i had another situation where a random person stopped me at the flesh and blood event and he's like i gotta talk to you and i was like oh he's like we met at this event blah 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 he's like i promised my wife i ever saw you i would talk to you and i remembered this situation where they were in a match and this guy his he was the guy that was talking to me was gonna win Mm -hmm. and his wife came up and was looking at his cards and said, oh my gosh, how's it going? And this guy immediately called the judge, outside assistant. It was ridiculous. And the wife thought she cost her husband the match. Mm-hmm. It was despondent. And I, I, remember, I remember I was like, come come with me. Let's talk, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we set this guy up with two-headed giant with his wife so they can have yeah. fun together. And I was like, don't worry about that guy. He's being a dick. Nothing's going to happen to your husband. And she was like, and this was like three years ago. He's like, I promised her if I saw you, I would tell you. She still talks about that, how unhappy she was and how you turned that whole weekend around. She was crying. She was sobbing because she thought she cost her husband a match. Every interaction you have is an opportunity to build a bridge. And you have to always be, we are bridge builders. That's what we do. 